0: Welcome, everybody. This is our very first pre-K podcast for our parenting podcast from Core Essential Values. And um, today I am here with my friend, Beth, and we're going to talk to you guys, you parents of preschoolers and pre kers We're going to talk to you guys about integrity. So um, first, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Leslie Bolser, and I am the curriculum director at Core Essential Values. And I'm here with my friend, Beth. And I am Dr. Beth Tremel. I'm so
1: excited to be here. I always love doing these. So, um, Dr. Beth Tremel, I'm a licensed psychologist and associate professor of psychology at Indiana University East and also the creator of Make Words Matter, a um, kind of parenting philosophy. I've written a book. I have a website. I got um, all sorts of things going on to try to help parents to make their words matter for good when they're trying to get our kids to do the things we want them to do.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, that's so, so important, and it aligns so well with what we do at Core Essentials, and so that's why I'm really excited for um, our partnership, and we've been talking to parents of adolescents and middle schoolers and high schoolers for a while, um, but we got some feedback and some thoughts that maybe parents of some of the younger kids would like to hear this too, so, um, so that's why we're jumping in right here in the middle of the year in October, but this is such an important word to talk about. I think, um, you know, there isn't a parent on earth and a kid on earth who doesn't struggle with this at some point. So I'm really excited to hear what you have to share with us today about how we deal with this with with little ones. So the word we're talking about this month in our curriculum is integrity. And the way that we focus that or describe that for young kids, for four and five-year-olds, is I can make good choices even when no one is looking. Um, So integrity is probably kind of a big word, probably not something you would you know, talk about a whole lot with your young kid. Um, But it really is a super important idea and, and the thoughts behind it are really important and understanding some of the development behind it is really important. So what should we know as parents of preschoolers about integrity and honesty?
1: Yeah, you know, it's as we were kind of planning this, I have a preschooler myself. So I have four kids, thirteen, eleven, six, and four. And as I was thinking about the word integrity, even with my own kid as a parenting expert and psychologist for almost twenty years, I was like well, shoot, I'm not sure I've ever said the word integrity to my four-year-old, but it is so important. You know, if we just think about, for me, if I break integrity down into kind of three major things that we have included with the core essentials definition, it's telling the truth, it's making good choices, even when no one's watching. Right. And as a four and five-year-old, Good gravy. As an almost 40 year old, it's kind of hard to do some of those things. So I think as we're thinking for our little ones, planting this seed of integrity early so that then you can be coming back to this idea of first telling the truth, right? So as we think about telling the truth, as parents, sometimes we forget that lying is actually normal at this age. And actually, it's normal until you know, like eight or nine when actually we see an increase in lying behavior because it actually works to get us out of trouble. And so lying is really normal, even though it's obnoxious and we see it as sometimes naughty. Sometimes our kids use it as a coping mechanism to stay out of trouble or to get what they want. And we can't really fault them for that, right? I mean, I know I've done my own share of like You know, like painting a slightly prettier picture when I kind
0: of want to get what I want. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. You probably don't do that.
0: No, I was just thinking about how often, you know, as parents, we're in situations in front of our children where we have to make a choice about how we tell the truth and how we describe things. And, you know, like um, uh, the children's menu is for 12 and under. Just tell them you're 12 right? Like really, really simple things like that, that don't seem like a big deal in our adult brains, but really are not planting that truth telling seed that you're talking about. Absolutely. And how
1: often have maybe we heard our kids kind of call us out, like, that's not what you said. You said, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then we're like, you know, (laughs) so I think, a couple of things as you're talking with your little guy about telling the truth. First, you promote truthfulness through praise and really intentional conversation about telling the truth. So we want to, you know, catch them in telling the truth. So my four-year-old is like, he just comes up and he's like, mom, I broke the toy because I threw it down the stairs and it banged against the wall. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, Okay, well, I'm very glad you told the truth. So you praise them in those moments when they they do tell the truth. But also then it's having a conversation with them and using the word integrity, even if they don't totally understand it, you say we're building integrity when we tell the truth. Let's think of some examples when you've told the truth or when I've told the truth. So you have this intentional conversation and you praise them when they kind of tell on themselves or tell the truth in hard moments. Right. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, I, absolutely. I was just thinking, you know, the skill that you want to build there when they're, when they're not telling the truth because they threw the toy down the stairs and they don't want to get in trouble, when you praise the truth-telling that they do, and then you, then you solve the problem, right? Okay, so thank you for telling me that you threw your toy down. Let, let's see if we can fix it. Let's see if we can solve the problem. Because the skill you want to build in them is that when they face something like that, they can solve the problem, not that they can lie to get out of the problem. Um, so I think that's really important. And that leads into the next thing that you said, which was making good choices. And that's kind of the second inferred moment, inferred part of this little definition that we have for integrity for pre-K. So talk about making good choices.
1: Yeah, so I kind of have a love-hate relationship for this phrase, if I'm being totally honest, right? I mean, I hear so many times, I talk to so many parents, I consult with so many teachers and they're like, make good choices, make good choices, make good choices. Are you making good choices? And our kids are looking at you, especially the four and five-year-olds, and they're like, yeah, I am. I want Oreos for breakfast. That's a good choice. Like sounds delicious. So I think my caution for when we kind of become a broken record with this phrase, make good choices, remember that their idea of a good choice may not be the same as yours. And so you're kind of stepping into this sinkhole a little bit if you're just saying, make good choices, make good choices. Because in their brain, they're like, I am. Instead, what I want for us to think about is as we're talking about integrity, it is about making good choices, but it, it's for us when our kids aren't making good choices to clarify with our words what the different choice should be. So you could say, actually, that's not a great choice for you because... If you eat sugar in the morning, it will hurt your belly or it could lead to having, you know, a tummy ache later or it might give you a headache or it's just not good to eat Oreos in the morning. And maybe for the moms or dads who are listening, maybe we don't eat Oreos in the morning either. I don't know. But um, so
0: if we think uh, about. Are you are you, li- are you looking into my life right now? <laughs> is this is a personal statement for me. Oh, my
1: gosh. So I have to tell you just this funny story. We um, my 11-year-old, my my oldest son. So I have a daughter and then three sons. My oldest son has always been super resourceful, right? That he has just kind of, and most of it revolved around food. So he started cooking very early because he didn't want to wait for me to cook anything for him. So he would wake up early and he would come in and he would say, Mom, I want some breakfast. This was when he was like probably five or something. And I'm like, oh my gosh, just whatever because he has a natural clock that's, he wakes up at six. Anyway. So, um, I came out one day and it was like eight o'clock and he hadn't woken me up early. So I was like, well, what did you eat for breakfast? He was like Doritos. And I was like, okay. I mean, I guess that's what you get when you want to sleep in and your your (laughs) five-year-old thinks it's a good choice. But he was honest and I was like, okay, well, next time I'll leave some food for you out, but you told the truth and that's good. And um, yeah. So anyway.
0: No, I that's also a really great story. And I, it was reminding me, I had a situation with my nephew who's four uh, several weeks ago um, about wanting some extra ice cream after his grandmother had told him no in my presence. But the conversation he had with me was to remind me that she wasn't actually there anymore. And so it was now okay to have the extra ice cream because she wasn't watching and she would never know. And so that leads to the last point is this is, I think, a really hard concept for this age is the idea that um, being good or, or making the right choice or being honest, even when no one is watching.
1: Yeah, and this is kind of a hard one for grown-ups even, but, you know, especially our little guys, right? So integrity really is about telling the truth, making good choices that honor kind of who you are. And it's, it's always even when no one's watching. And we have to first realize, so we're talking about integrity in preschoolers. Because we know it's important to plant these seeds, but we certainly can't expect that our preschoolers are going to master integrity even when no one's watching during this time frame. You might capture some moments where they do that when no one's watching, but this takes a lot of time to develop. Uh, most kids are not great at this right away, so um, we want to know that as we're planting the seed of make good choices even when no one's around. If we can catch it later, right, so we notice that, hey, they cleaned up after themselves, or they put their toys away without being asked, or they made a good choice without anyone telling them, without anyone watching, and we can catch them, make sure that we make a note and say something to them about it. So, The issue that we know is true for our little guys, especially, there's lots of research, actually. And if you want to look at this research, it's actually really fun. So we put these toddlers um, and little kids in a room and we test their what we call delayed gratification. So we basically put a cupcake or marshmallows in front of you and we say, don't eat the cupcake, don't eat the marshmallows, and then we leave the room and we're sort of testing can they kind of hold back that urge when no one's watching? And what we know from the research is that our kids and probably grown-ups, if we did this with grown-ups, I'm not sure, but um, they're not great at the delayed gratification when no one's watching, yeah, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think so that's seen- okay. I've seen that in actual research. I've also seen parents do like little DIY testing out their kids with the cupcakes or the marshmallows. I've seen that happen as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so I think um, the last uh, thing to think about when we're talking about even when no one's watching. So this might not seem totally related here, but the issue of waiting, like so wait or wait or wait or wait is really hard at this age And it's required a lot. Mommy, I'm thirsty. Well, wait just a minute. I have to finish this first. Mommy, I'm hungry. Well, wait just a minute. I have to do this first. And so one thing that we can also do is practice with them and model with them how to wait well. So how do you wait? You know, if you're waiting in line and... You know, you've got two minutes. Do you pull out your phone and check Instagram? Or are you just kind of scrolling through or getting agitated at the stoplight when the person doesn't go right away? So if you're not modeling waiting well, they aren't necessarily going to wait well either. And that often comes when no one's watching too. Like, so then they might go behind your, you know, go into the other room and, Throw the toy down the stairs. I don't know. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's a really good point. I hadn't really connected those two, but I do see how they're related in terms of a, you know a four or five year old's brain. That makes great sense. So we've talked about planting seeds and using the word integrity, even though they may not understand it. Um, we've talked about that. Any any other things that we can do to kind of help develop this for younger children, as we hope for them to then become young people and adults of integrity later.
1: Yeah, two things. One, like you're saying, we're just planting seeds at this age. We're not requiring integrity right away. We're just continuing to plant seeds about telling the truth, making good choices, even when no one's around. And then we're calling that integrity. We're using that word. And then we're coming back to it. We're saying, remember, this is what integrity is. It's when mommy leaves the room, you don't eat the cupcake when I've told you not to. The second thing is talk with your spouse, partner, friends. Talk to them about integrity, right? Sometimes we talk about all sorts of other parenting moments, and this would be a similar thing. I would say, you know, ask your partner, your spouse, your friend, what does integrity mean to you? I feel like this is a word that sometimes is kind of muddy for us as grown-ups, and so I think the more we can wrap our own heads around what this word means, and then how other people uh, Develop this word both in themselves and in other people, I think we'll feel more confident in talking with our kids and modeling it with our kids.
0: Yeah, that's really, that's really, really good. That's good. All right. So, um, you know, when we do these podcasts, we want to keep these short so that folks can just digest little bits of this. We could talk about integrity with small kids for a really, really long time, but I think that's plenty for people to wrap their heads around for right now. Um, But then let's come back next month. We're going to talk about gratitude next month and how to how to focus on that with with little bodies as well um beth if people want to follow up with you how can they find you
1: so my website is MakeWordsMatterforgood.com and um you can find me on facebook mostly i'm on facebook posting trainings that sort of thing and it's mwm with kids
0: that sounds great and we are at core essential values you can find us on facebook and twitter as well we would love to connect with people and answer your questions um for your kids of all ages so if you have a a kid who's in elementary school or or a child who's a middle schooler or high schooler you can tune in and listen to our other episodes where we're going to talk about it more about integrity but just at a different level um and how to deal with those with with different age kids so thank you so much for chatting with us beth and um we hope to be back with everybody again next month yeah thanks for having me it's always so fun